Today on the Champion Forum podcast, we discuss producing healthy tension. This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Is tension good or bad? Today, I want to challenge you to embrace the positive aspects of tension in your organization. When I say the word tension, what things come to your mind? What, what pops up in your mind when you think tension? You know, typically when you think of the word tension, it has a negative connotation. Uh, it's tense, right? Who wants that? Who wants more tension in their lives? Well, here's what I've, I've come to learn in leadership is that when we produce as leaders healthy tension, it creates a healthy organization. So today I want to challenge you to embrace the positive aspects of tension in your organization. Most leaders tend to disapprove of tension, but there is great value to be gained by understanding that healthy tension is good and that it produces great outcomes. When leaders stride towards advancement in business tension, guess what happens? There's predictable results. So we need to be striding towards advancement in these tensions. We need to create some tension at times. Now, you might be saying, Jeff, we don't need to create any more tension around here. We got plenty. There is a difference between healthy tension and unhealthy tension. Unhealthy tension can destroy an organization and destroy a culture. However, as a leader, when you create healthy tension, not only does it uh, weed out the bad tension, but it creates health and it drives performance. All gifted leaders have a very different perspective, a very different style. Their bold vision inevitably creates tension. So they expect tension and they use tension to bring out the best in everyone around them. When you think of great leaders, when you think of leaders that have uh, vision, they're visionaries, I'll bet they are people that you would define as people that create healthy tension, a, a, a healthy level of uneasiness, right? Tension points are the places where opposite forces are at work. You got these two different things at work together, and, and now it's demanding flexibility. Flexibility is essential, and this is where growth happens. So I want to ask you, how has tension allowed you personally to grow as a person? Or, or how have you used tension to help grow a member of your team? You can probably think of some examples of this. The question is, are we reproducing this environment enough? Are we proactive enough? Are we being intentional enough? Because I bet if you're to look back on your own journey of professional and personal development, there was tension created to help you grow. Every physical thing in the universe has tension points. And organizations can only grow and thrive if we recognize them and use them appropriately. Trying to avoid them, what that does is it weakens the system and it ultimately leads to a collapse, sometimes quickly or sometimes slowly, but nonetheless, it's a, it's a drip to complete collapse. If we allow this to happen, you are going to see a steady decline to the systems and processes in your organization. We cannot allow it to happen. So think about this. 
What are some of the risks that you face if there's a lack of tension in your leadership style? Because I, I say this a lot on the show. There's a cost of doing something, but there's also a cost of not doing it. There's pain in not complying to a leadership principle. There's also pain in complying. So let's talk about that. Let's compel ourselves. What are the risks you face if there's a lack of tension in your style? Here's some things that come to my mind. Status quo. Hey, things are good. Hey, things aren't bad. Things are very average. When there's no tension, status quo will be the norm. It's also going to create a loss of awareness of what could be better. There, there will be no awareness around how can we improve? How can we advance? Tension creates these mindsets. There's going to be a loss of innovation without tension. There's going to be a lack of respect without tension. Have you ever been around that leader? Hopefully you're not this leader that lacks respect. Adversely, have you ever been around that leader when they, when they show up, when they enter the room, the posture of the room changes? Most likely, it's because they have found a way and they have a knack for creating healthy tension. The other thing that you're going to lose is productivity. A lack of tension destroys productivity. People begin doing just enough to get by. One of the traits of a very dynamic, healthy organization and a culture is that people are unafraid to share their ideas. We want this coming, right? We want feedback coming. But this kind of culture doesn't happen naturally. It's got to be modeled, cultivated, and nurtured by a leader who welcomes disagreement and doesn't insist on having the right answer uh, or the last word. This is tension that comes up in the organization, and we want that. Now listen, not all of it's going to be good, but that's where we have the leadership filter. We want some tension coming up through the org chart. The question for leaders isn't how to avoid tension, and it isn't even how to resolve tension. Resolutions may seem like the highest goal, but guess what? It's not. The question you have to ask is, how can you create and manage tension to bring out the best in your team? Always remember, you don't have to fix everything. You're not there to fix everything. You, they're not asking you to fix everything. Sometimes they're just looking to provide feedback. Uh, that's what they want. They want to they give you ideas. They want to give you best practices. They want to give you their thoughts. When tension comes to you, don't always feel compelled to fix it. Because guess what? You may not have all the answers. That's when we should be saying things like, tell me more. What do you think we should do about it? When tension comes to you from the bottom up in the organization, dig deeper. Don't always go straight away to how can I fix it? How can I address it? How can I make it go away? No, tell me more. That drives deep, deep into thought. And ask questions. What do you think we should do about it? What brought you to this conclusion? So on and so forth. Ask yourself this question. How open are you to tension that is created by people in your organization other than you? And leaders, this is important. Are you open to this tension? Are people bringing tension from the bottom up? Maybe you have a philosophy in leadership that uh, don't speak unless spoken to. Not healthy. Not helping you. Is there tension coming up? Now, we, we got to understand with this kind of tension, it's probably coming from two ways. 
Either you do need to work on your culture and there's complaining coming, or you have a peak performer that is looking to foster change. Know the difference in the two and address them appropriately. If, However, for this leader that is always insisting on having our way and we insist that we're always right, we won't be able to disagree without destroying the people around us. We'll perceive every challenge as a threat instead of an invitation to explore a greater point of view. That's how we have to embrace feedback. That's how we have to embrace tension coming from the bottom. With stability, security, and wisdom, as leaders, we can embrace those who disagree with us. We can listen without becoming defensive. Defensiveness as a leader screams insecurity. You are insecure. You're afraid someone's going to come take your job. Maybe somebody's better than you. Uh, Your boss is going to see that somebody's better. Do not push as a defensive leader. Embrace disagreement. Embrace challenges and embrace the tension. However, once a decision is made, there's going to be tension that creates decisions. But once those decisions are made, you have to make sure there is consensus. You have to make sure that once the decision is made and the tension lifts, that everybody is moving the same way. So many times as leaders, we create this tension through change, which is a good thing. But varying, you know, sometimes we have to be decisive. Sometimes we're going to caucus and get feedback, whatever it might be. But we have to set the tone as leaders when we're creating this kind of tension that once the decisions are made, we are all going to go out and we're going to give it our best. Whatever the case, we have to let the team know that once the tension of a decision dies, the entire team owns it. This means we welcome disagreement and the free exchange of ideas within the team. But when the responsible person, most likely you the leader, makes a decision, everyone supports it to those outside the team. They, they don't nod at the end of the meeting and they don't walk out and tell a friend uh, how dumb the idea was. No, we need everybody going the same way. Now, this tension that we're talking about that comes from the bottom, be careful, like I said before, uh, know the difference between is this a complainer or is it a peak performer? I want to address top down and bottom up. Uh, We talked about bottom-up, know the difference between a complainer or a peak performer, but welcome all tension. Not to say that we don't want bottom-up tension, but I would tell you I would prefer top-down. The reason for this is top-down tension, tension that you create as the leader, it's controlled and it's managed, meaning you can prepare for this tension Uh, You can do this by way of weekly check-ins with your team, individuals, uh, performance reviews, counseling sessions, tough conversations. When we're creating the tension, we have the luxury of controlling it and managing it. The more tension that you create from the top down, most likely the less you're going to get from the bottom up, especially with the peak performer. Most times when peak performers are bringing tension, and these are peak performers that are driving results and their culture fits, when they are bringing tension up, it should be a look in the mirror for you because there's something you're probably missing. Your leadership could be frustrating them, which is a sign there might be a lack of tension. Lastly, have a strategy to create tension. How can we create healthy tension as a strong leader? We talked about a few of these points, but I want to highlight some things. 
set clear expectations. This is a great way to create tension. If there's no expectations, it is romper room. There's no boundaries. We have to create boundaries with our teams. We do this by setting clear expectations. If you haven't already and you're interested, email me at jeffhancher at thechampionforum.com so I can get you a free resource on setting expectations. Subject line, expectations, and I'll get that out to you. The second thing on strategy and creating tension is holding people accountable. This comes through tough conversations. We've talked about this plenty on the show. We have to hold people accountable. Don't even bother setting expectations if you're not willing to hold people accountable. When we hold people accountable and we're willing to have the tough conversations, that creates healthy tension. It creates the rumble strips in the highway that we need and ultimately the guardrails. The next piece in creating healthy tension, ask questions versus giving answers. It's easy sometimes as a leader when we see a problem to just fix it, to give answers. Somebody comes to you with a question, with a complaint, uh, whatever it might be, we should not be swooping in to fix everything. Ask questions to compel tension. I said it earlier, questions like, what do you think we should do about it? How did you come to that decision? Uh, maybe it's an argument with a peer or a coworker. Have you spoke to them already? What, what did you guys come up with? What do you expect me to do about it? What are your thoughts? On and on. Asking questions is kind of passing that hot potato back to the employee to foster thought and also minimize you just swooping in and fixing everything. If you're always fixing everything, people are not compelled to think for themselves. Create the tension to drive that. Positive discontent. This is, uh, we can get better. You know, I used to be in an organization that thrived on this element. And I will tell you, it creates great tension. No matter how good things are, they can always get better. As leaders, we need to be setting high and far-reaching goals, meaning we're not as good as we could be. Even if you come off the podium winning the Super Bowl, how about next year? How are we going to improve? You're coming off a record revenue year, a record profit year. You have a sales rep or an employee uh, that broke their personal record. How can we challenge them to do even more? That creates healthy tension. Uh, Assertiveness. As leaders, we need to be assertive. I did a whole podcast episode on this. Tell people things like, I know you're capable of more. Uh, I don't feel like you gave it your best effort. Or how about this one? This one stings if you're a leader of respect. I'm very disappointed. Man, that, that one can sting. But don't, don't manufacture these things. But when the opportunity presents itself, be assertive in your approach. This will absolutely challenge people to rise to the occasion. And then give frequent feedback. Debriefs, performance reviews. Uh, maybe you spend time on the job with employees. Ask them questions. How do you think you did? And then give them great feedback and give them a development plan to improve. This creates great, great tension. In closing, what I would tell you, some things that you need to be thinking about. Do you have a culture created that embraces tension? And what will you do to work on that? How will you take some of these points to create healthy tension? Unhealthy tension, it it drives turnover, lack of productivity, but we from the top down can control healthy tension. Maybe you're not doing well at this. What are you going to change? Maybe you're good at this, but you need to be more consistent and intentional. 
Managing tensions is not easy. When you stretch a rubber band, you input t- potential uh, stored energy into it, right? You're, you're pulling this rubber band back. And the farther you pull a rubber band back, the further it's going to fly. This tension actually now catapulted this rubber band. Healthy tension does just that. That's the picture I want to leave you with of what healthy tension is. This should Tension should be a bend, don't break balance. And sometimes it's a tough balance to strike. But when we can do this as a leader, we can skyrocket people into their potential. However, if you apply too much tension to that rubber band, guess what? It's going to snap. We're not here to break people. We're here to find that threshold of pulling them just to the right or pushing them just to the right place to get the most out of them. Flexibility and adaptability determine a team's strengths. They help find the right tension without getting backfired first. So I hope that challenges you today. I hope that challenges you to create and be intentional about uh, this tension that you need to incorporate into your culture to drive everybody to their peak performance. As always, we appreciate you joining the show. Uh, Please be sure to go uh, to thechampionforum.com forward slash show notes. Get a copy emailed of the show notes. Share these with your team. Use these notes to propel you to leadership greatness and execute on the material that we cover week in and week out. Also, be sure to follow me on social media. I give leadership nuggets every single day. Uh, You can find me on Instagram and Facebook under the Champion Forum, on LinkedIn under my name, Jeff Hancher. And until next time, never forget it. You all have been set up to be champions in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.